I thought I was lost, but then I realized I was on an adventure finding myself. Welcome back to the Finding Myself podcast. Thank you so much for dropping in today to hear Coming Back from Burnout. I have to thank everyone so much for the positive feedback from last episode. It was an emotional episode for me. I'm thinking today's episode isn't going to be as emotional I I wasn't anticipating that, uh, but it was really nice to kind of get it out, and the positive feedback really was nice. I do know that there's a lot of people out there who understand what I'm going through. They're going through it, too. They get it. I know you guys get it, that you might be in that same situation or at some point you've been in that situation. So so you know what I'm feeling. You've felt those feelings. You're feeling those feelings. You get it. So thank you very much for letting me know that I'm not alone because it helps to know that. It helps to know that we're part of this larger community and that we can lean on each other at times. And that's part of what the Finding Myself journey is all about. That's why I'm putting myself out there that I am going through this journey, but I hope what I'm going through can help you out. And in turn, you guys are helping me out. I know that I'm not alone on this journey. So thank you for reaching out to me, giving me that feedback, because it's encouraging to know that I'm not alone. So today is coming back from that burnout. I told you I was going to leave you hanging, just telling you what burnout was about. But what are some of those strategies to come back from burnout? Because I need to go through those strategies. I need to come back from this burnout. I am not just going to throw my hands up in the air and say, I'm burnt out. I'm giving up. You guys know me by now. That's not my attitude. That's not my MO. That's not who I am. And that's not how I'm going to be. But before I get into that, I need to recognize something. Burnout can also mask some serious mental health concerns. So I need to just recognize that this podcast is in no way replacement for mental health support or a mental health diagnosis or mental health treatment. You guys know that I'm a firm believer in mental health and really working on that. So please know that you need to be seeking those resources just to get what you really need. I myself am getting my mental health monitored on a regular basis um, so that I can get all of the support that I need while I'm going through this very difficult time with my medical health, um, while I'm going through the difficult time of this pandemic where there's a lot of stress, where there's a lot of, you know, just concerns, there's a lot of challenges. So I, 
you know, I am I'm getting my mental health monitored on a regular basis. Um, so I, I do encourage you to make sure that you are taking care of yourself in all ways. Um, there's nothing wrong with that. It's actually very strong. It's very responsible to make sure that you're taking care of yourself. So please, please, please reach out to all the resources that you can so that you're taking care of every part of you. So today, we're going to look at two types of strategies. First, we're going to be looking at those immediate strategies. What can you immediately do to help yourself in those burnout stages? If you're identifying yourself as being burnt out, or if you want to make some suggestions to someone that's in your life that you feel is either heading towards burnout or really is in the stage of burnout. So first, talking about it, talking about it as something that's real and not a joke. I talked about it in the last podcast episode that I joked about it with my coworkers, that I was on that hamster wheel, and I was in that like I don't know, that sugar high of like, oh, yes, I just keep going and going and going. And not that I was laughing at it, but I wasn't taking it seriously. Um, But talk to someone about the seriousness of it, that you feel like you're on that hamster wheel and you keep going and going and going. And you can't maintain that level of energy, that level of output, and you shouldn't have to. So seeking the support that you need from people around you from possibly your superiors, from coworkers, from family members, but talking about it will help in recognizing it. I really saw a difference in myself when I finally put it out there as something real. It really was a, a shift in me when I, I made it serious. I made it real in my life and started to do something about it instead of it just accepting it as this is the way it has to be. Um, something else is setting good boundaries. Looking at what belongs on your plate and was it what doesn't belong on your plate? Really evaluating what has to be done, what should be done, and what doesn't need to be done. Uh, a lot of times we take on things that we don't need to do, but other people think we have to do. Or our irrational brain thinks that we have to do for a variety of reasons. And we talked about some of those irrational thoughts in the last podcast episode. So really looking at that plate and saying, I don't need to have that on my plate. I'll give you an example of something. We did a secret pal in our uh, school this year, so in our office among coworkers. And that's normally something that I would do, and I usually see it as something fun. But guess what? It's an extra. It's another thing for me to worry about. It's another on another thing on my list of tasks to do. And I said to myself, I don't need it on my plate. So I didn't sign up this year. It did surprise a few people. 
But I said to myself, don't need it on my plate. Nope. And any of those extra things to sign up for, even some of the professional developments that I want to do, it wasn't a requirement. Therefore, I delete those emails and say, I don't need it on my plate. Delete. So you really need to kind of have a discerning eye and look at those boundaries. Do I need to do it? No. Then take it off of your plate. And that's setting those really good boundaries. Also looking at if it's time for you to leave for the day, say, it's my time to leave. The things that are on my to-do list will be there tomorrow. I will do it tomorrow. And that is okay. Because if I stay here till two hours past my work hours, guess what? I'm going to do that tomorrow. I'm going to do that the next day. I'm going to do the next work day. It doesn't change the amount of work that gets done each day. I just keep working and working and working. And I'm not getting, for me, I'm not getting any different compensation. I'm not getting any different recognition. It really doesn't change how I feel each day, except I get overloaded. I get burnt out. So setting really good boundaries are those immediate strategies. Next would be monitoring your thoughts. And we, we just talked about some of those irrational thoughts. So what is, an, what is a rational thought or those thoughts based in facts versus those irrational thoughts, which are based in emotions? So if I feel like I have to prove myself each day because people might think I'm weak if I ask for help. Or if I say, nope, I can't do that right now, I'm overwhelmed, that's going to make me seem weak or I can't handle something. That's irrational. We all need help sometimes. It's irrational to think that being overwhelmed will make you seem weak. And I know if you're listening to this, you may have some feelings around this thought. I do too. Just yesterday, I had a comment made to me that bothered me for half a day. I had a conversation with it with my heis- with my husband, and I said I didn't like it. It didn't sit well with me because it made me feel weak or less than because it pointed out that I needed help, and I don't want to feel like I needed help and I'm weak, but my rational brain had to kick in and say, it's okay to need help. We all need help. And I need to be okay with that and not have it trigger that irrational side of me that makes me feel weak or less than. And I needed my rational brain to talk me through that. And I'm okay today, but yesterday it didn't sit well with me. So I get it's, it's not always the easiest thing, but monitoring those thoughts helped me get through those icky feelings that it brought up about feeling weak, being seen as weak, or less than. So also 
immediate strategies of coming back from burnout is taking some time to recover. You didn't get there overnight. It took time to get to that burnout. You're not going to recover overnight. So you might think about it in habits. So old habits are hard to break. Typically, we look at it takes 21 days to break a habit or create a new habit. And then it takes 90 days to create a lifestyle change. So think about that. If I need to set better boundaries and leave on time at work, it's going to take me ah, 21 days to create that habit. And then I might fall back and not do that. And then I'm going to have to work on it. Uh, So it's going to take a while. And maybe to create that lifestyle, it's going to take three months to have that lifestyle of this is how I'm living my life. I'm going to leave on time. And don't get mad at yourself if you fall off the wagon. Be it's okay. These things are going to happen. They're situational. The next day, I get another chance to live the life I want to live and be the person I want to be with good boundaries. It's okay. So then you've got some of those kind of easier steps. Getting good sleep. Of course, that's great self-care. Doing exercise, getting those endorphins going. The relaxation techniques, any type of breathing relaxation, your yoga, mindfulness, all great things. Someone also talked to me about a wind-down routine. What are you doing when you leave your job? Are you going from your job right to maybe your kids' soccer games or right to a second job? Or if you're a solo entrepreneur, are you leaving your nine to five and jumping right into your hustle, your business, and you don't have a wind down? You just jump from one thing to the next. You're going to burn yourself out. So you need to think about what's my wind down routine. And for me, I look at this. I would leave my nine to five. I would come home to my family, do everything that I need to do with my family, finally tuck my kids into bed, and then I would open up the computer and I would do everything for my podcast, for my life coaching business, and then When it was time for bed, I'd close everything down and I'd go to bed. I never had a wind down. And that's what's burning me out. I have a stressful nine to five. I, you know, family kind of keeps you on your toes. And then I was trying to create a new business and keep a podcast going. I didn't have that de-stress time. I love what I do in my nine to five. I love what I do in life coaching and podcasting. I love it all, but it kept me going and going and going and going. And at some point, there wasn't enough gas in the engine. So that this is all things that I have to learn. I have to figure out how I wind down and I have to figure out how I can 
keep that gas in the engine. The last thing I have to, have to, have to mention is laughter. This is one of those immediate strategies. We have to keep laughter in our life because laughter is that gas for the soul. That is what will keep us going and that is what will keep us just enjoying things. So when you need a little jolt to the soul, find out what makes you laugh because that will really help you get a little bit of that punch that will get you and keep you going. All right, so we're going to move on to some of those long-term strategies. So I want you to really key in on this. So if you want to really help this burnout and make sure that you're really addressing that situation of burnout so it doesn't return. And this is what I need to work on is address the underlying issue. What got you to that burnout? What weren't you addressing and got you there? Because if you're not working on that underlying issue, you are bound to repeat this again. So one, I think I've already addressed that I never made time for a serious wind down. I jumped from one to the other. I went from my nine to five to my family, to my podcast and my life coaching and didn't find that balance or that coexistence very well. But also, I have poor boundaries. I give, 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 give. And the reason for that is I feel like I have to prove my worth. And that's due to my irrational thoughts. Um, As you can see, I've really had some time to reflect on all of this. Um, And I need to keep my irrational thoughts in check because my worth is not based on the approval of everyone else. It is based on my approval and what I am doing and what I think of myself. Um, And that should be based on what I set up for myself, which would be my boundaries and what belongs on my plate, not what everyone else thinks belongs on my plate. Um, I do not need to prove anything to anyone else other than myself and what I want in my life and who I want to be. And that's really what it comes down to. And that is the journey that I am on, finding myself. It really comes back to the ultimate goal of this whole podcast. Um, And I just need to keep reminding myself of this journey that I am on and where I am going. And that's what's really going to ultimately in life give me the satisfaction of everything of this life and just keep me on the right path for ultimate happiness and joy, the joy in life. Oh, gosh, man. Oh, I could just like 
I don't know, joy, tattoo it on my forehead or, or my hand. That's what it is, my hand, so I can always see it. It's just the reminder of what life is all about. Maybe that would uh, keep my stress level down. All right, I'm feeling like I'm getting pretty deep in here. Um, I'd love to hear from you guys about this. I'd love to hear what you think about this whole burnout and and whether you're having these thoughts of like, what are you addressing to come back from burnout or what's really getting you to this point of burnout? So feel free to find me on Facebook or to... Find what's going on uh, in on Instagram. Please let me know. I'd love to really touch base with you. You can also email me and have some discussion on this. So I will be back. I'm hoping that I'm going to connect with an expert on burnout next week and have a discussion. Maybe I'll be able to arrange an interview with her too. So we'll see. I uh, enjoy being back on the mic with you guys, and I will be talking to you soon. Bye. Thank you for listening to Finding Myself. If you like what you heard, please leave a review. If you have a question or a suggestion, feel free to email me at findingmyselfpodcast at gmail.com. I also invite you to be part of our Finding Myself community on Facebook. There you will have access to more resources, more suggestions, more information, and the opportunity to be part of discussions. Please meet us back here next time. 